All right, all right, what's going on? This is Corey Enman, and you are in for another episode of Your Fat Doesn't Care. Now, um, with this with this podcast, um, so every week, if you, if you don't know, every week um, I'm doing a podcast on the word of the week. And the word of the week is the, the week, the, the week, the word that I use at my boot camp really to keep people focused. So if you haven't followed any of these, or if this is the first time listening, um, every week I do a word of the week at my boot camps. I own a couple boot camps. been doing that for a long time. And it's just kind of a way to stay focused on a theme. And this week, the word of the week is renew, which is funny because I'm actually really late on this. Um, I'm about a week and a half late on this. So and it's funny that it's renew and I haven't been able to get it done. Now, I did shoot this episode already and I did it a few days ago, actually four days ago. And I shot it and it was and it was one of those ones where I was like, hey, that was pretty good. Like usually I could tell if I like something, if I felt like kind of in the flow and I was just going and it, and it went really well. I was like, all right, that was a good one. And I it was a good one. And then I went to download it and I don't know what button I hit or what the heck happened, but and ended up deleting the first 30 minutes of it. And so I have eight minutes of it, which is the last eight minutes. So it doesn't really do anything. So, and I ran out of time, so I wasn't able to do it. So now we're looking at, you know, it's a week and a half later and I'm finally getting to renew. So technically the word of the week for renew was last week. This week, it's a different one. I'll do a podcast on that also. But to stay on track, you know, so we're we're going to be a week behind um, and it's kind of funny because it's the new year, right? We're going into January and, uh, it's a new decade actually, which is crazy if you think about it. So it's a new decade and the word renew, right? And it's, and at my boot camps, I talked about it all week. People, when you think of renew, it's like, okay, I'm going to renew a subscription or I'm going to renew this or I'm going to renew that. And it's basically, I'm just going to, I'm going to keep going with what I have, right? It's like, you know, I'm going to keep Keep with the same subscription. I'm going to keep with the same, you know, whatever, membership, same gym, right? Um, but we want to, when we renew something, and this is what I talked about re- uh, recently at my boot camps, is when we renew, we, we don't want to just renew and, and do it again and do it over again the same exact way, right? We, we don't want to renew the same way. We want to renew new, right? It's renew. We want to become new again. Right. So it's like I want to return to being this. Right. And it, and also it's a, it can be summarized as resume after an activity. Right. So I'm going to renew working again or whatever. So after an interruption and really there's no better interruption than December, especially in regards to health and fitness. Right. Because this is the health and fitness. And when I say fitness, even the word fitness, it's so freaking broad. Like it's not the word fitness. It's like, what do you, I mean, literally if you were to close your eyes right now and go, Oh, fitness. Like what the hell do you see when you see fitness? Because when I think of fitness, it's such a broad term and I hate like, Oh, it's going to help you with your health and fitness. Well, what the hell does that mean? Right. When I think of fitness, I see like some chick at the gym on the elliptical with like matching sports bra and bottoms and she's watching some show 
you know, holding on to the thing and she's, she's, you know, doing the elliptical, which if you were to give me <clears throat> the definition of fitness, and I would say the opposite is the elliptical. Um, so if you're that person that goes to the gym, does the elliptical sweetheart or dude, you're not, that is not fitness. The elliptical is, is almost worthless. You might as well, I don't know, you, the stair climber is much better where you're actually climbing up those moving stairs. Like that's work. Like that's good, which is why most people avoid it and people are on the elliptical. Now, there's somebody out there that's like, oh, I've got bad knees, blah, blah, blah. Okay. If you're that person, it's because you have bad knees and the elliptical is the only way that you feel good and that's totally fine and I'm not talking to you. So relax. Um, but if you're not, if your knees are good and you're on the elliptical, you're just being a wimp and you need to, you need to either – Turn that elliptical all the way up or get on. Technically, you should leave the gym altogether because any steady state cardio is, is probably bad for your goals anyway. But that's a whole nother podcast, right? And if you go back and listen, steady state cardio is literally one of the worst things you could do for fat loss. So if you're trying to lose fat, and the last time I checked, most people are, especially women, um, then get the hell off the treadmill, get off the elliptical, get off of whatever you know Stairmaster thing, bike you're using. And go lift weights and go eat right because that's what's really going to get you lean and strong and fit. You know, women are always like, I want to get toned. Well, guess what that means? That means you get rid of the fat from eating better and you build muscle because tone is muscle. Muscle doesn't bulk you up. Your bottle of Chardonnay every night bulks you up. Your cheese, your ice cream, your fat foods, right? That's the stuff. Every time you go out to dinner and you have crappy food, that's what bulks you up. It's not like you lifting heavier weights. Total myth. So if you want to get lean, actually lift weights. And if you really think about it, go to the gym, go to any big box gym, any 24-hour fitness, any LA fitness or Planet I mean Planet Fitness, I don't even count. And yeah, this is my podcast, so I can say whatever the hell I want. Planet Fitness is a goddamn joke. It's a total joke as a fitness place. Their business plan is literally for you to pay and never come. And when you do come, they feed you pizza on Fridays and bagels, I believe, on Tuesdays. What the hell? Like, shouldn't that set off alarms in your brain? Like, my gym. What is the purpose of a gym? Isn't a gym to get you fit? Like, is a gym a place for you to lose weight and get stronger? So if they are literally feeding you pizza, and the average pizza slice is like 300 calories, it like most people don't even burn 300 calories in their workout. And you have one slice of pizza when you walk in, you have just wasted that day. Now, most people don't have one slice. They have more. But what the hell are you thinking? Literally, it's a gym that feeds you pizza and bagels and cream cheese and coffee creamer. What the hell? Like, literally, if you were to say, Mike Dentist, I walk in and all of his assistants feed me chocolate before I walk in. Would you go there? Would you stay at that place? Would you pay money for that guy? No, but somehow Planet Fitness gets away with feeding you effing pizza and then you go there. Anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Fitness at a gym, it's very difficult. Usually if you really look about it, you really think about all the like the fit people in the gym, where are they? Are they in the cardio section? Are they in there? No, they're absolutely not. The fittest, strongest women typically are usually in the weight room. They're usually strong and they're lean and they're lifting and they're, you know, now with Instagram, they're all doing their ass workouts, but I don't care. At least it's, they're lifting weights. Um, and then you look at the cardio, you're looking at most of the people that are overweight. They're really fluffy or they're loose and you could see like, they're just kind of, that is no muscle. Muscle is the key to fitness. 
So if you're doing cardio, which literally forces you to technically lose muscle, you lose lean muscle doing, doing cardio, you're technically getting fatter. You may lose weight because weight is just dropping calories, but you're getting fatter. So I always people tell people, you're just a smaller fat person. So we don't want to do that. That's skinny fat. We don't want to do that. We want to build muscle, which technically takes up less space. It doesn't bulk you up. It takes up less space. So the more muscle you have, the less fat you have from eating better, the more fit you're going to become. So when I say fitness, that's what I think. I think of like, oh, fitness. So I'm not going to say, oh, to improve your health and fitness. Renew, like, renew is like the body that you want and not the body that you've justified or the body that you think you can get based on years of failure, right? I'll always ask people, all right, especially women, I'll, uh, I'll say, you know, what's your goal? What's your weight goal? And they'll be like, oh, I want to lose, you know, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, all right, so you really want to lose 35 or 40. But they've convinced themselves that the 40 is too far, right? 40 is too long. 40 is too impossible. And this is what I always hear. I haven't been that weight since blah, blah, blah. I haven't been that weight since high school. I haven't been that weight since college. Oh, you mean when you were exercising and eating better? You haven't been that weight since then? Oh, that makes sense. When you were in high school, when you were active all day, you ate maybe kind of shitty, but you were way more active. Um, yeah, I know. I get that. Or when you were in college or you know, when you were working out and exercising every day and you had more time. Oh, yeah. You, you're more disciplined. Yeah, I get that. So, yes, you can have that. You just have to have the habits that you had when you were fit. So fitness means like what that body, not the one that you've justified that you can hopefully get to, but really the one like, Oh my God, I can't wait to get naked. I can't wait to take my clothes off. And I was talking to a boot camper recently about this. And here's one of the worst things in, in fitness. And this is what I find is that a lot of times people aren't unhappy enough to, to make change, right? Like, you need to really lose 40 pounds to get to the body that you deserve and that you should be at, but you lose 20. <clears throat> and because everybody else around you is fat and you lose 20, that's pretty good. And you feel good about it. And you don't feel like super overweight. And you don't feel like you're fat. You know you're overweight and you're still not taking your clothes off like voluntarily and you're still not getting that bikini to go to the beach, but you're happy. You look good in clothes because you wear the right ones or you know, your waist is small, but your hips are big and your clothes, you, you, you've learned how to make that look good. So you're not like unhappy. And that's what keeps you where you are. And I was saying, here's the thing. And, and as a coach, if you listen to this podcast, my hope is that you want more, you want to be better, you want to be at that ideal place. If you don't know what that feels like, it's really hard. Well, trust me, it feels way better, right? Like, if you had the choice of, a million dollars or $20,000 in your wallet, which would you choose? Then when I say wallet, bank account, don't be a dumbass, right? I would choose a million and you can go, oh no, I wouldn't want that much money because then blah, blah, well, that's, you're just being an idiot, right? Just like, would you rather be at your ideal body fat percentage with a six pack or would you rather be 30 pounds overweight with not a six pack, but you still look good in clothes? Like, don't lie to yourself. And if you're like, oh, I, I, I remember what I was like when I was that low. Well, if you remember what you were like when you were that low and it's a negative experience, you did it the wrong way. You were probably starving yourself. You were probably doing it for somebody else. You probably like revenge body or you were anorexic or there was something bad about it. So that's not what we're teaching. We're teaching health here. Like if you get down from eating really well and working your ass off, that's a different feeling. 
than if you like you're on an 800 calorie diet and you're at doing two and a half hours of cardio at the gym because you're trying to show that ex-boyfriend what he missed out on. That's a different person. That's not the healthy part I'm I'm talking about. I'm talking about you eat your you eat really really well, like healthy, great. You're super disciplined. Say no to all the alcohol and all the bullshit from all your friends, and you work your ass off at the gym. You're very smart. You're very specific, and you do it for a long period of time, and then you have that body. That's a different person that builds a different level of character, a different level of competence. <clears throat> so I was talking to my client, and she's not not happy enough, and that's her problem. And I was like, listen, I want the best version of you. I'm not happy with your with what you're okay version of. My job as your coach is to give you the best version. That's like being a, a sports coach and being like, I am very happy if we just make the playoffs. I don't really want to win the championship. I just want to make the playoffs. Well, guess what? Sorry, that ain't me. Go find somebody else. Like, I want to win the championship. What the fuck's the point if I'm not trying to win the championship, right? Like, yeah, along the line. But but here's the thing. You know who doesn't know? Who might who might think that? Like, I just want to make the playoffs. Somebody that's never felt what it feels like to win a championship? Because there is no feeling that can compare. Making the playoffs isn't the same as winning the championship. There's a massive difference between the two. The feeling between the two is completely different. There's a massive difference in self-worth and self-confidence when you can take your shirt off and you have a six-pack and you wear a bikini or, hell, you wear a thong out in public at the beach like I see some of these like teenagers wearing now because you are proud of your body because you know you look great. That is a total different level of confidence than, well, I'm down 20 pounds and I'm still overweight, but I feel good about myself. Like I look good in clothes. No, no, no. The true test is like, do you feel confident enough right now to take your clothes off, go to the beach, wear a thong, and you don't have to. That's not like what I'm saying is like you have to go out there and wear a thong. Are you confident enough in your body that you would do that and people look at you and go, damn, she looks great or he looks great. You know, is there a guy that has that six pack? Cause I know what a six pack feels like. And I know what a non six pack feels like. I know what a keg feels like. Cause I've had them both. Right. And I'm not coming from a place of like, Oh, I've always been fit. Like, yeah, I was always fit. Cause I worked my ass off, but then I got fat. So I know how that feels too. And I also know the self-talk that I, I did, I, all the justifications that I said to myself. I, I, my negative self-talk, I would joke it off like a lot of people do. Oh, they, they like laugh about it. I did the same thing. It's like, oh, and then all of a sudden I'm like struggling to put my damn socks on. My belly's squishing, right? Like I don't feel comfortable. My shirt comes up. I put it down. Like I know what that feels like, but I also know what a six-pack feels like. And I always say like, man, when I had a six-pack, I couldn't wait to take my clothes off. Right, it'd be like, ooh, I gotta take the trash out. Let me take my shirt off. Same thing. So that's my uh, that's my thing is I want you to be the best version of yourself. And if you're not the best version of your physical self, then don't be happy with that. Be a little bit dissatisfied. Like you can be happy. You don't have to be unhappy about your body. We want you to be happy, but you want to be dissatisfied, right? You don't want to be satisfied. Satisfied is very a very bad place to be because if you're satisfied, then you stop. Right? It's like, oh, I'm going to lose 25 pounds. Then you lose 25 pounds and you're satisfied. And then you stop doing the things that got you there. And now that's a bad thing because then you go back to doing the shitty things that got you overweight in the first place. So bringing back to the word of the week, the word is renew. And it's good because it's the end of the year. 
But really, it's the last part of renew. It's like new. We want to be new again. And what's funny, and I was talking about it recently, is there really is nothing different about 2020 and 2019 than the number on a piece of paper. Literally. You are the same person. You have the same job, the same habits, the same everything. The only difference from January 31st to, I mean, December 31st to January 1st is literally the number on a piece of paper that we look at. That is the difference in in all reality. But in our mindset, we use that as a, okay, here's my chance. Like here's a, a, a place to start. Now let's become new again, right? Renew. But here's the problem. If we keep going into the new year with the same person, thinking the same thoughts, hanging out with the same people, investing the same amount in ourselves, which is nothing, then how the hell are you supposed to become new? How are you supposed to, what are you renewing, right? Renew means I want to get better. I want to do something better. Not I want to renew my shitty gym membership. Well, I never used it last year. I actually gained 25 pounds. You know what? Let me renew that. That was really good. You know, like Netflix really sucks. Like there's no shows on. You know what? Let me renew it again so that I can never watch it. And it sucks. But that's, I mean, we know that's not Netflix. Um, but right, we don't renew things that are that are crappy, except our gym memberships, basically. <clears throat> right? Even if you're at my boot camp and we're not providing the value, then I wouldn't expect people to renew. So when you renew something, it's not, it's something to get better. We should be getting better, not becoming the same or continuing the same crappy habits that we had. So what I want to talk about is the th- like I've come up three basic ways to really become new, to renew in this brand new year, this 2020 year. And I'm talking to anybody. This, this doesn't have to be with fitness or whatever the hell you think fitness is. This doesn't have to be with, with health and fitness and your weight. This can be with your money. This can be with and this. And here's the thing. It could be with spirituality, it could be with your kids, it could be your family. Fitness or or health or whatever the hell you want to call it, getting in shape and being healthy and fit is how you do that is how we do everything, right? Usually people that are obese, they're not like, they're not really awesome in a whole bunch of other areas. You might get it with money, like they're really good with money. Uh, but they're terrible with their body. But you're not going to get that across the board. Like they're if they're terrible with their health, they're probably not so good with their relationships. They're probably not so good with the spirituality and giving. You know, if they're if they're and they're they might be good with their money, or it's the other way. If they're if they're really good with their money, they might not be with their health, and they're probably not with their family. So it's really hard to you know be really good at one and then not be good at the other. So typically, if we're really working hard at one, we're working hard at the other ones too. So Health and fitness and losing weight and all that stuff has to do with not just how you look and how you feel. It ties in everything in your life. So when I say renew, it doesn't mean just like, oh, I want to get fit. It means like I want to get better this new year in all areas of my life. And hopefully this helps with all of that. So I kind of broke it down into three different steps of how you can do it, right? Because it's like, okay, well, what do I do? Well, you know, how do I start? And here's the thing. We all know what we need to do. We need to eat right. We need to exercise, all that bullshit, right? Money, you need to control your expenses. You need to save money. You need to invest. Stop paying car, credit card debt or stop using credit cards, which is exactly what we're going through right now. We're trying to get rid of debt from terrible financial decisions that I made in the past, especially in regards to business. Um, but it's the same thing. It's like to lose weight, you got to 
eat right and exercise, right? To get financially independent or to have financial freedom, you have to not have debt and you need to save and invest. It's like really basic stuff. So it's like, all right, well, how do I do that? So here's how it happens, right? So in this new year, if you really want to renew, you want to become new again, you've got to do something different in your life. You have to be ready and willing to change what you're doing. So the first step is you can't renew. You can't have a new body hanging around the same damn people that keep you where you are, right? So if you're 40 pounds overweight and you're ready to lose weight, what the number one mistake is, I've seen this every year, and all you got to do is go to the track. Go to any track that allows people, that's public, that allows people to walk around in January, right? So go to any track and you have couples. You have usually friends working out with friends, right? And what you usually don't see is you don't see a really fat person walking around the track with a fit person because usually you would think that that fit person is their trainer, right? What you usually see is a fat person walking around with a fat person, right? And if you don't like the word fat, I don't give a shit, tough shit, it's probably because you're overweight and you don't like it. So if you don't like it, do something about it. Otherwise, don't be offended by it. It's really simple. So you one you know fat person is walking around and then a fat person. See, here's the mistake that we do, right? We surround ourselves with people who have the same shitty mindset that we do in regards to our health and fitness. So we the calendar changes. Woo! Happy New Year. I'm going to be fit this year. I'm going to lose this weight. So, but you can't do it by yourself because you know you're just you don't lack that discipline and you don't want to do it by yourself because that sucks, right? Doing it by yourself isn't fun. It's not glamorous. It's boring. And a lot of times we we are our own worst enemy, so we need help and support, which is great. Problem is who we're getting to support us is we get our best friend, our best girlfriend. Well, guess what your best girlfriend is? She's the fucking same as you, okay? You have shitty discipline, shitty food habits, shitty drinking habits, bad mentality, low self-worth, whatever it is, right? Whatever the bad things are that keep you overweight, she's got it too. Because we hang out with people who are just like us right? So then we go, Hey, I'm ready to go. I'm going to lose weight. Me too. We're both fired up. Yeah, let's go. We're going to go to the, we're going to go to track every day starting. And we don't actually start January 1st, right? January 1st is an off day. Everybody's off that day. So it's a holiday. So no one actually starts January 1st. And then what's funny is the gym is that that first week in, in January, no one's actually there. It's one of the deadest weeks of the year is January. And I know this because I was in gym for a long time and I managed the busiest one, busiest 24-hour fitness in the country at one point. Um, and so that first week, January 1st, and this week, uh, you know, I don't know what, I think January 1st is like a Tuesday, which is actually pretty good because you got Tuesday. So that means you got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to kind of just screw off. And, you know, the, the, the kids are still out of school. So you got the kids and there's, you know, your habits aren't, you still got to get rid of some of the stuff. There's still, you know, 14 bought wine bottles that you have drank from new year's. You got to get rid of there's candy, there's chocolate, there's crappy food. There's like all the remnants from December's terrible decisions left. So January, it's usually that first week after January or definitely the second week, depending on where the first falls. This week, the this year, the first falls early. So it could be that first week. So it's like the sixth or whatever, the seventh. That'll be the big day. But the second week or the third week in January, that's when it's a zoo, right? Because everybody's overcome the kids. Blah. I'll start when everything lines up, which there is no such thing, right? That's the first mistake is we start when everything lines up. Nothing ever lines up. 
because literally a week later, everything is not lined up anymore. And then we stop. But anyway, so you go and you're like, I'm going to get fit. You get your fat friend. And now you're like, we're going to do it together. So we go the second week, right? And that Monday, I'll meet you at the track, 6 p.m. All right, I'm there. Boom. Both two people fired up, ready to go. Now, the concept is great. You're going to work out together. Fantastic. That's a good thing. Problem is, when you go, what are you doing? You're walking around. Your pace sucks. So you're really not working out. You're really not exercising. And you do it for 30 minutes, even an hour. Let's say it's an hour of walking around a track, which seems like a long time and it feels like a good workout. But your body doesn't care what you think or what you feel like is a good workout. It's going to burn a certain amount of energy doing a certain amount of activity. And that activity is not hard or or difficult. So, And if you're walking around on a track, that literally is about 100 calorie burn. That's not even the whipped cream, half the whipped cream on a caramel frappuccino that you just took an hour thinking you just did something good, right? So now you're with your friend walking around the track for an hour thinking you just did something good um, and really you didn't. It's good that you did it, that the habit of doing it is good, um, but the intensity was wasted because it's really not that hard. So you're not really burning any calories because if you're doing it to get fit, then you know it actually needs to it needs to get you closer. So if I'm trying to save a million dollars and I save one penny, the habit is great. If I save a penny a day, but good fucking luck getting, becoming a millionaire, saving one penny a day. It's not enough for what you want. So if you want to lose 30 pounds and you're walking around the track for an hour, just so you know, it's not enough. Whether you like it or not, it's not enough. The habit is good, but it's not enough. So here's the mistake, right? So one, the intensity isn't good enough. And then you get your friend and, and you do it. Let's say you do it for two weeks, which is a Christmas miracle as it is, right? Two weeks in a row, boom, we're fired up. We're motivated, right? We're motivated because the, the number on the calendar changed. It was a one day. It's the 31st. Now it's the first calendar change. Boom. Perfect reason to keep going. So now it's two weeks. Now, all of a sudden it rains. Okay. Now in California, it doesn't really rain, but let's say it does. So it rains or it's really cold out or whatever. The temperature sucks outside. So now in your sore, let's say you did something else or you went actually to the gym or you did some push-ups or some squats or something because you want to, you know, you're really committed this time. So it rains. And normally when it rains, that little voice in your head is like, oh, it's raining out. I don't want to get wet. I don't have clothes for it. I don't have a jacket. You know, I heard that if you get wet and you're outside, you get a cold, which is totally stupid. But anyway, all those little voices in your head. So then you call your girlfriend, who's just like you, has the same mentality, same mindset, same laziness, same whatever. Same reason she is 35, 40 pounds overweight also. And you're like, hey, I'm not going tonight because I got, you know, blah, 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 blah. Now, what do you think she says? What she should say is no. We're committed. We're going to make this shit happen. Let's get jackets on and let's go. But she doesn't because she's just like you. So she says, yeah, me too. My kids are sick. Blah, blah, blah. I don't have a jacket. It's really cold out. We can just go tomorrow. Game over. Lights out. That's the end of it. The two of you don't go. You have both bought each other's stories. You now stop going because neither one of you already have the habit or the mentality to get fit. And because motivation is only motivation. It's not inspiration. Motivation changes based on everything outside. Inspiration is something that comes from within, right? 
So now your motivation. Now, do you go the next day? No, you've already made excuses why you can't go when it rains out. So you're going to make excuses why you can't go for the rest of the year. And then all the justifications and bullshit, right? What we should be doing is getting the friend who we can't stand looking at. The person who's always posting on social media. The person who has videos. The person who's always working out. The person who never drinks alcohol with you. The person who always goes out to eat and gets the fucking vegetables when you're eating the blooming onion. That person is the person you should be calling in January and saying, hey, I want to get fit this year. I'm sick of being 30 pounds overweight. I need support. Can you help me? Can I work out with you? Can I go to the gym when you go? What do you do so that I can do it? So do you really think that if when it gets to that point and you're like, oh, I'm tired or it's cold and it's raining, you think they're going to be like, yeah, you should probably stay home. They're like, no. You're like, I don't have a jacket. So what? Put on four sweatshirts, get a hat, go to the store and get one. There's no excuses for those people because that's how they got fit. They overcame all the bullshit excuses that you would typically make to get there or a person, right? So that's the first first step in renewing is you got to surround yourself with people not like you, not like you, not like you. So whether that's getting a friend that you can't stand and that's super fit, then that's what you need to do. Now, obviously, I would recommend you go to a place where they already have people like that and who are all focused on doing the same thing. My boot camps, we have an amazing community of people that are all focused on getting better. Do they all eat perfect every day? No, of course not. Do they all work out super hard every damn time? No. Even when I'm screaming at them to hurry up or push or go or start, they still don't. However, they're surrounding themselves with people who are in the same place, who are sick of it, who aren't making excuses, who are there, who are being held accountable. They're around coaches who are pushing them, that are making them do it so that when they don't show up, their friend calls them and texts them and says, where are you? Not, hey, I'm staying home. I'm cold. I don't want to go. So that is the absolute key is the first step to renew and becoming different this new year is to surround yourself with people not like you. Okay. So now that's the first step. Step two, and there's three steps. Step two, focus on changing your habits, not on the end results with a specific date. I can't tell you how many times, and this is fitness in general, and this is something that I've seen now lately, especially, excuse me, with six-week challenges, right? The entire fitness industry is now about six-week challenges. Seven years ago when I opened up my uh, Fit Body Boot Camp, challenges were just starting out. We were just figuring out challenges, how to run them, how to, you know, how to use them, how to do them. So challenges aren't new. Like the six-week challenge is back in the day, but there's certain companies that have really taken that and take it to a whole nother level and lose this much weight in six weeks or get your money back. Let me tell you something. There's a huge problem with that. And it's because we're focusing on the wrong damn thing. We are focusing on the end result as opposed to how to get to the end result. And this is something that I've made the mistake many times. And every time we do a challenge, we try to figure it out how to make it better. And this is how, this is really the number one mistake. It's like, we pick like, okay, I got to lose this much weight. So you do all these things, all these habits. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to stop, right? It feels like you're sacrificing. I'm going to sacrifice, sacrifice. I'm going to stop doing all the things that I like. I'm going eat, to stop eating all the things that I like. I'm going to stop being the person that I am for this amount of time. And then once I get this goal, then I'm good. And then I get to go back to being that person. And obviously, that is the absolute worst thing you could do because 
that's not the person you want to be, right? You have to become a different person. You have to change your habits to become a different person. You don't lose 25 pounds. It's, it's almost like this. It's like, like they've done studies forever about money in regards to like lottery winners, right? doesn't matter. They say it doesn't matter what the amount um, is for the lottery. People who win the lottery within five years, the numbers are staggering. It's something like 95% or 98%. It's insane. I don't know the exact numbers, but I know it's high. No matter what, 100 million, 200 million, 5 million, 2 million, whatever. No matter what, if they didn't have the habits of money before, if they were broke and had a broke mindset before, within five years, no matter what the amount of money is, it's gone within five years. Like, think about it. It's gone. Million, two million, three million, ten million, twenty million, hundred million dollars gone within five years. And the numbers are staggering. And it's because it wasn't about the money. It's not about the 25 pounds. It's not about the amount. It's not about that at all. It's not about the body fat percentage. It's not about that. It is about who is the person that you need to become to achieve that. What are the habits you have to have every single damn day for you to become that person, right? And that's why, like, I had a client, man, she would quit, and then she would come back and work her ass off and then quit again, and it became, like, obvious. I'm like, well, you know, what? when's the wedding, right? Uh, like, I always get phone calls. Hi, you know, I, I need to lose 20 pounds. And it's usually like 20 pounds at like, you know, five weeks, four weeks. I need to lose 20 pounds by, you know, in two weeks. Can you do it? It's like, yeah, I could do it. I could cut your head off. Oh, we could starve you. We could, you know, dehydrate you. We could do all kinds of horrible, unhealthy things. And, and you know, it's not going to fix anything. In fact, it's going to make everything worse. But you might look better for those pictures, even though now you look, you know, emaciated, sickly, pasty white because like you have no blood flow because you're totally sick and unhealthy. But in your head, your pictures look better. Um, so I get that all the time. They're like, I need to lose this much weight. And I'll even say, this isn't the place for you. This isn't the place. Because if you do it that way, one, it's the wrong way. Two, you're, now you're doing certain habits that are very bad. Right. It's like, yeah, you can make a million dollars cheating and stealing and fraud. Am I going to teach you that shit? No. Like, I want to teach you the right way to do it. Right. Control your expenses, save, invest, you know, do the right thing. Why the hell would I teach you how to do it? Like, and that's why these get quick, fat, like most of the people that make their money really quickly end up losing it. But the people that build it long term over a long period of time have learned how to do it. They do it the right way and they keep it forever. Legacies. Right. That's why, like, it's not a coincidence that wealthy parents who teach their kids how to like how money works, then the kids become wealthy and it maintains generationally. Same thing with fitness. You got obese parents teaching their kids their obese shitty habits. It's not a coincidence, not genetics. They're teaching them the same damn habits. When mom and dad eat McDonald's every night and they're feeding the kid McDonald's every night and their snacks are hot Cheetos and their breakfast is donuts. Like your genetics have nothing to do with it. Like unless your your genetics are magical, you're going to be fat and obese, and those are terrible habits. So the second part of renewing is you got to focus on changing habits. So if you're trying to lose 25 pounds in a certain amount of time, and then once that over, like then you go back to it, you you haven't changed anything. All you did was pause your sh shitty habits for a short amount of time, and then you started them again. And guess what's going to happen? You're going to get all that back, and then you're back in, in square one. And it's gonna, you're gonna feel the same. So nothing's changing. It's like 
I'm signing up for a marathon. And, and so the marathon is the goal, right? I'm going to run 26.2 miles. Well, why the hell are you signing up for a marathon? Are you signing up for a marathon because you want to just have better overall fitness? You want to, you know, your heart is bad and you want to have better cardio. You want to lose weight or like, what is the reason? Because, oh, I've always wanted to run one. Well, why? Why do you always want to run? Well, if you hate running and, and you don't like cardio and you don't want, you know, you don't need to lose weight or you want to try to build muscle, then why would you do that? Right? Oh, well, I, I want to run the marathon to say I ran a marathon. Okay, so now you you train. You've got all these great habits. You run during the week. You have a long run on the weekends. You know, you have a one day off. You're taking care of your body. You're, you know, you can technically eat whatever you want because you're running a hell of a lot more. And then boom, you finish the, the marathon. And what do you do the next day? Go back to eating shitty, and you certainly don't run, usually because when you're not used to running a marathon, which most people aren't or running all the time, and you run one, it hurts. So now it hurts for a few days, and now you're out of the habit of running like you were for the last 8, 12, 16 weeks, whatever your program was, and now you stop running, and now you're not a runner anymore, and now you start to gain weight, and now, great, you just ran a marathon. But the end result shouldn't be the marathon. The end result is I want to become a runner because I want to be more fit. I want to be more healthy because it's a great stress relief, because I feel better about myself, because I'm kind of weak and I need to get strong. So you focus on the running as the habit. The goal is the running. The habit is the goal, right? So it's changing habits. I want to eat better because my body is not strong. I feel tired and sluggish and my energy and my, my blood sugar is too high and blah, blah, blah. Those are the habits that we want to change. We don't want to focus on the end results. It's not the 25 pounds. It's I want to eat better because I need to get more healthy. I'm sick of being overweight. I need to I need to exercise because if I don't, I'm only going to get fatter and I'm only going to be in more pain and my injuries are going to get worse. It's not like we're getting younger and fitter every day. We're getting older and fatter and unfit every day. So you got to focus on the changing the habits. So like we're doing a challenge in this new year. It's it's gonna, the end result is. Who has the best habits? Who focuses and changes the most habits? Not who gets the best results, because if you focus on the habits, the byproduct is great results, right? If you eat right, if you eat really good foods, vegetables and fruits and lean meats or proteins or whatever, and you exercise every single day and you don't drink a ton of alcohol and you don't have a bunch of crap and you're not eating shitty food late at night and you're surrounding yourself with good people and you do that for a long period of time, it's impossible to stay fat. You're going to get more fit. Like that's just how it works. So if you change on the habits, focus on the habits, you're gonna you're gonna have significant change. You focus on the end result. The second the end result is achieved, you just go back to being the that that person you were before. And that's that's not the point, right? And a lot of this is why, you know, I've listened, I've been doing Andy Frisella's program, the 75 Heart program for the past, you know, six months or so, almost a year. And it has nothing to do with the results, that has to do with habits. And it's brilliant because that's what it is. It's doing the same shit over and over and over again. That's not fun. That's not easy. That's not comfortable to become a different person to have those results. So that's number two, focus on changing habits, not have that end result as the goal. And then the last thing is invest in your personal growth. You've got to invest in your personal growth. And now, and, and if you're listening to this, that's step one. That's what you're doing. You're listening to me. That means one, you're insane because you're listening to me. And two, like you're invested in personal growth. Like you want to be better. You're sick of it. Okay. And that's what it takes. Like I, man, I sucked financially. I, I was good with my body, but that's because I was an athlete. I ate shitty. I just worked out all the time and I was a high level athlete so I could burn it off. But once that stopped and I wasn't working out as much, 
right? That those habits, I, you know, of crappy eating stuck with me and I started to gain weight, right? So, you know, spiritually giving, I couldn't give because I was always broke. My financial habits sucked, you know? Um, so I had to invest in myself and personal growth. My relationships were terrible and I really wanted to be a better person. I knew who I was on the inside, but my ego and everything was controlling that, right? I had to win. I had to compete. I had to do that, which isn't a bad thing, but it was, it's bad when it comes to women, right? So, um, it was a lot of, a lot of that. So I had to really invest in personal growth because I knew I wouldn't be able to get and attract the things in my life without that. So I just was fortunate enough to get introduced to a personal growth. And then I just, I liked it. I liked how I felt. I knew in my heart that it felt better. So that's what I did. So now it's been, and you're not going to meet anybody that's successful in any area that says, oh no, I don't, I don't do anything in that area. No, it's always investing, whether it's reading more books, listening to more podcasts, CD seminars, money seminars. There's a limit like, and what's funny is with fitness, it's like eat right and exercise, right? It's not fucking complicated. You don't need to do paleo. You don't need to do keto. You don't need to do South Beach. You don't need to do Santa Clarita. You don't need to do the Cory cookie diet. Just eat right and exercise more than often, more than, more than you don't. And eventually you're going to have a better body. It's very freaking simple. We make everything complicated, right? Save, invest, right? Save, control your expenses, invest money. It's probably the same for that money, right? If you do those things, if you're personally growing, you're going to have those results. So invest in your personal growth. Podcasts are free and easy. So you can't be like, oh, I don't have the time or the money. Bullshit. You drive a car, shut off the freaking radio. Stop listening to the dumb asses on the radio. Shut off the political shows. Those people aren't making you money or making you fit anyway. Shut off the news. Shut off the Netflix. Shut all that shit off and personally grow. So get up, get a podcast. Pick two or three. Don't pick 19, pick two or three, like what you want to focus on and then find somebody that fits your personality, somebody that you'll listen to and then listen to them. Like me personally, right now, it's basically Andy Frisella, Ed Milet, his podcast, and then Bedros Koulian, who runs Fit Body Bootcamp. Those three cover basically what I need right now. That's what I'm cool with. If I'm looking at money, I'm going to, you know, right now we're reading a Dave Ramsey book, so I'll probably start listening to his stuff. Like, that's it. That's my, that's my podcast. They're free. I don't have to invest in anything. And if I'm always investing, if I'm always listening to those guys, I'm basically that thought process is in my head. And if that thought process is in my head, it's going to make me take different action. It's going to get me better results. So invest in your personal growth and invest means you put money in. Fitness is an investment, right? And you get what you pay for. You pay $10 at Planet Fitness, you're going to get $10. You don't get nutrition support, which is 99% of results. You don't get a personal trainer. You don't get accountability. You don't get anything. In fact, they feed you fucking pizza. Literally for $10 a month, they're getting you fatter. It's actually, you're losing. It's like a, it's, it's a depreciation for crying out loud. Yeah, it might cost for a personal trainer, but that's an investment in you. It's going to cost a hell of a lot less than your medical bills later on or your insurance later on when you have diabetes or you have cancer or chemo. So it's an investment. And stop saying, oh, I, my kids come, bullshit, your kids come first. You come first, right? At, in the airplane, they say, put the mask on first before you put your kids on because it's going to be really hard to help other people if you're sick or dead. So if you're sick or dead, you can't help your family. So your kids really need you to be healthy and they really need you to be the model. And they're certainly not going to listen to you. And don't be surprised if your kids are fat while you're fat and you're telling them to eat better and exercise more and you're not because they don't listen. They model. So if you want your kids to be fitter, you need to be fitter. If 
your kids are overweight, it's your fucking fault, especially if they're young. So you got to get on it. You got to be better, right? Be the model. Don't talk it, right? And I'm talking, and I'm coming from my own place, right? That is me. I got four kids and I need to model it myself. I won't ask them to eat better if I'm not willing. So be that person, right? So invest in personal growth. So those are the three things. Surround yourself with people not like you. Stop getting you to hold you accountable. You suck at it. That's why you need somebody else. Get somebody else to do it. Somebody that has what you want. Don't ask a homeless person for money advice. Don't ask a fat person for fit, for fitness advice, right? They will always be the first to give it to you. Be Thank you very much. And don't listen to a word they say. Number two, focus on changing your habits, not on that number. Oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. Because after that 20 pounds is gone, you still have to have those habits to keep it off. Otherwise, you're going to gain it again. Focus on changing habits, not the end result. And then invest in personal growth. Spend some time on you. Put a podcast in the phone, on the phone when you're when you're in the car. We all do it. 10 minutes to school, 10 minutes back, 10 minutes to work, whatever. And if you're in LA, you got an hour and a half to listen to it because we all know three miles away is a half an hour. So you got plenty of time to invest in personal growth. Read a book, five pages when you're on the toilet every morning. Doesn't matter. Y'all go to the bathroom. Instead of scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or whatever, pick up a book, start reading and personally growing. And those three things, you do those three things, your life's going to change. You're going to renew in 2020. You're going to be brand new for this decade. And that's what it's about. Renew. You want to become new, not continue old shitty habits that keep you exactly where you are. Okay. So hopefully that helped. Share this with somebody that needs to renew or that friend that is just like you, that you would normally get to go to the track with you or to the gym with you. But together, you're going to be like, hey, who's the other friend that we should get that's going to hold us accountable, right? So share this with them. And then if you want to share it with the person that's going to hold you accountable, be like, hey, I listened to this and he said, I need to talk to you. What do we do? How do we do this? Can you hold us accountable? Can we work out with you? Can we eat with you? Can you teach us? And usually they are, or they'll tell you where they go and do what they tell you. And that's it. Okay. So surround yourself with people, not you. Focus on change your habits and invest in personal growth. And I hope that helps. Share this with somebody. Um, that's the only way this thing's going to keep growing and we're getting great feedback. So please share it. Love you guys. Word of the week next week. Um, and we're back on track. All right. See ya.